Welcome to Merit Stabling Path. Hey Akshay, what's going on? Hey, what's up, Mike? It's been a while. I don't know how long. How long you know that you've been in the states? Uh Like I've lived here now for I think 7 years now. Oh, 7 years. Wow. 7 years. But I think like I think I was away from uh Bombay. From India. Yeah. From Bombay for like a good like 8, 8 or 9 years. Yeah, yeah, pretty sure. Yeah. I was kind of Yeah, I was like in and out. Um, yeah. so I wasn't really like back home for a very long time. Um, yeah, but yeah, I haven't I haven't like really I haven't been back in 7 years now. You've not been back to India in the last 7 years, yeah? Mhm. No, I've just been here, man. Oh wow. It's an yeah. expensive trip. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like a good uh Three grand, I'm guessing, yeah. Just It's a good three grand because I yeah. I want to go with I want to take both the kids with me when yep. I go back. So yep, ah, uh, that would be that would be an expensive trip. But like my, I have two sons. Uh, right. Elijah is five years old and Milo is three, so they've both gone moved over the two year old mark where the tickets are free. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So until they're two, the tickets are free. So now, if I went, I had to pay for. Full both of them yeah? yeah 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 oh full price for yeah. each each one full price yeah so that would be like a good like yeah three three four grand yeah easy uh, yeah yeah that's an expensive trip and it's not only the ticket right like you have yeah to, i know you yeah then be, everything else it's like rent i have to pay here and like stuff like that so right right yeah, right it's, yeah it's, you just have to yeah cuz once you're not like if you're not earning then yeah but the rent still is yeah You still need to keep yeah. the rent. Yeah, that's what happened to me the last time when I went home from here. Like I think I went within the first year, but I still had to keep paying rent. Yeah, how long did you go? Uh, for a month, you could say a little less than a month, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's the thing too. It's like you want to go for a month, and yeah, I don't know. It's like leaving Expense. work for like a month and stuff like that. It's uh. Yeah. Really what have you been doing? You hesitate from, uh, to travel. Yeah. What do you? Been uh. Doing? So. Yeah. Uh lately I just recently started my own company and I do uh real estate uh video and photography mm, so if yep. a, if an agent has to like put up a listing uh they call my company and I have me and my one of my really good friends we work together so either me or her will go do the photos and the video and then we host it on a website and we send it to the realtors Okay. And then they use that for like all their social media and then the MLS, it's like a like uh like an official site where they where they post all the photos of houses that they're trying to sell. Okay. It goes on there. Yeah, and So uh, we do photos, video and then 3D. Scans. Yeah, I just going to ask if you're doing 3D as well. Yeah, so during COVID last year, mm-hmm. the past two years actually the the whole Matterport is what it's called. Mm-hmm. Uh, that became really big cuz no one really could go 
uh, to listings and stuff like that. So that people would just send them virtual tours. So video, like basically the whole thing became really big because you couldn't only go to see houses. So photos and video and then these 3D scans became yep. like the only way that people could see houses. So uh, this year was really good. Actually, it was a great year to start in because there was such a big spike in like people buying houses. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, the interest rates were really low. So a lot of loans were available to people. So people right. were people were putting in really big offers for houses. So because of that, a lot of people were selling their houses. So that gave us a lot of business. So uh, it was good. It was yeah. nice, uh, you know, to start that. And then in the winter here, it kind of starts slowing down. So I mm-hmm. get another job just to get through the winter. Yep. So I'm working at a, that's where I'm coming back from right now. Uh, I work at like a a sushi a sushi place. Okay. Uh, it's a really nice place. Uh, they do like it's it's very like bougie, so it's like a very like coarse meal. It's a it's a test it's a a, a tasting menu. Understood. Yeah. So, so all the servings are very small, and the yeah. quality of the food is like really good. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I worked there. Just I just recently got that job, so I'm a server there. Okay. Uh, so I just work the weekends there. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, nice. Yeah, that's kind of what I do. And then, what are you doing there in Australia? So I was studying here for the last two years. Uh, I was stud- I was doing an MBA. So during that time, I was working in a warehouse. I did two warehousing jobs till I finished, mm-hmm. and then I re- then I moved into a business admin role at a dentistry firm i was just talking to someone earlier about it but yeah i'll just like go run over it really quick yeah so this company used to they build a 3d surgical guides designed to a patient custom designed to a patient's mouth and that helps uh, surgeons and dentists like place implants and okay. they, yeah, and they place implants digitally before anything is actually done on onto the patient. So like everything can be monitored like from a digital side. Okay. Yeah, so I'm working with that firm. They supply to dentists all over Australia and New Zealand, and oh, nice. I just had handled like the business admin side of all of this, all of these operations. But uh, I've I've been doing this for the last six months, five months maybe. Uh, and uh, yeah it's not i mean it's not really something that i'm interested in and i was uh, like lately i've been interested in crypto so i was like okay i'll like just find something that i'm really interested in and like you know rather mm-hmm. spend my time doing that than something that i'm not interested in so i'm going to start from monday actually from this monday so another two days in a crypto related firm oh nice oh, okay yeah. so you're moving to like what are you going to do with the crypto related firm so it's just a startup uh, I'm going to be working really close to the um, uh, the CEO or the he, I I can't remember what's his designation exactly because it's a startup like does he go by managing director does he go by CEO I'm not yeah, entirely sure yeah. but he's the founder of the company so he okay. wants me to work like really close to him like handle like basically just handle some of his stuff he he's going to start doing his own podcast as well so help him out with all of that but that's like going to be like super business related and all that okay. kind of stuff the company itself does like research reports I, i'm not sure how aware are you of the crypto space but the crypto space is, gets like really complicated and like there's like too much to digest so yeah. 
basically what what the company does is like filters out all this information and creates reports which are sold to the i mean on a subscription base people can sign up to this company and get reports of like what's happening like what's company. doing well and what's not doing well basically. yeah yeah basically kind of kind of that like oh what's new in the market like you know un- like new coins that have been coming up or like new projects mm-hmm. and even nfts now so new what what's the new nfts which projects are looking good and stuff like okay. that yeah nice did you end up, did you make any good money of this big spike that happened yeah pretty sure i did like i, I haven't checked uh, i mean I, i didn't like cross check like but cuz i've been in it for the last year and a half so overall i've been in profit i'm pretty sure like with this extra spike it just gone up uh, yeah yeah Did you buy before when I I think I bought Bitcoin when it was uh I think I first bought Bitcoin when it was at like 8000. Oh wow. Yeah. Like then that uh, you, you so you have a full coin? No, no, no. Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> no yeah. I just like I one of my friends I was working with yep. said that he was buying uh he bought some like Litecoin and stuff like that and he, there was a big spike and he made like a big chunk of change. Yep, yep. And I was like, "Oh damn, I said I should put some money in there." So I just kept putting like like $100 here and there like into different mostly Litecoin uh uh and uh, and Bitcoin and yep. then there was one more Ethereum. Ethereum. That's yep. kind of like yeah, that's kind yep. of what I put some money in. And yep. I mean, with this big spike that just happened recently, uh it was good. I mean, I made some like decent money and Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, so like with Bitcoin, uh Ethereum, Litecoin, you're still looking at like 1x or 2x of what you made. Like that's the best, yeah. But then yeah. like basically uh we we're trying to identify projects that would go 10x. The smaller ones. Yeah, yeah. like really small ones which you go 10x yeah. and 100x even. Like yeah. Dogecoin. No, like then. Dogecoin, yeah, exactly. I think I, I was know, telling actually. some <laughs> I was telling someone earlier like I had Dogecoin before like Elon Musk talk, uh, talking about it so it like went up 1000%. Yeah, that's yeah. killer. Yeah. One of my friends was telling me about it. He was like I mean this is way before like the whole Elon Musk thing happened and yep, everything. Yep. He was just like he was like there's this like meme coin and he was like I bought a whole bunch of that and, yeah, and yeah, yeah. he's just like this dude that always is like joking around with stuff like this and then yep. <laughs> suddenly yeah. uh the next few weeks or like Dogecoin just like does that massive jump and I was yeah. like dude you must be rich right now he's like yep <laughs> so yeah, I definitely yeah, yeah. made some good money on that yeah exactly so yeah it's a crazy space you don't want to gamble too much but it's like yeah you want to no. have some of your savings in crypto i feel yeah it's a little addicting though i i've spent some i think when then it was kind of like going through those big jumps i think yep. last year sometime uh i was like up to like 3 in the morning Research waiting for like the market no it was like waiting okay. for like the market to drop and then buy. to close and then try to buy in and then like yeah. sell when it like spikes and like stuff like that and yeah. you know there was somewhere i got i got lucky there was somewhere i just like missed the opportunity but yep. it was just too stressful i was like i can't do this i yeah, have I mean, too many I'm, other things to do yeah so i don't look at trading at all like you're like short, yeah yeah like i'm buying short term no yeah, yeah i don't know yeah. i can't do that i don't I have the do volume that. of money to like even make yep. a good profit off of it exactly and also like yeah, yeah as you said it's a bit too stressful doing that mm-hmm. yeah 
But like holding it long term, I feel there's like upsides to some of them. Some of the tokens, yeah, you could probably like exchange. I mean, like if there's a big, uh, you make a big gain, I think you can remove your, like move your gains from that small, like a meme coin or whatever, move it to yeah. Bitcoin and keep yeah. holding Bitcoin or Ethereum. Yeah, those are some yeah. bets, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's been happening, yeah. Good, man. Yeah. Nice. And then are you, is Melissa staying with you too and you guys uh, yeah. both? Yeah, she's staying with me, yep. Uh, she, what is she up to? So she, she, back in India, she was like doing like a corporate gig and like she was doing pretty well yeah. actually back in India. But then she realized like doing this corporate thing is not really a thing. I remember like she telling me like from a very first job that she went for in that interview, she like, they asked her like, oh, what do you want to do when you like, you know, like in the future or like that. Yeah. And she told them like, oh, she wanted to start a food truck. I remember her telling me the story. And nice. Now here she is like becoming a chef and she's like working with some of the big names in the industry. So she's doing pretty nice. well actually in that field. Uh, yeah. Does yeah. she work in like a nice restaurant? Yeah, she does. She does. She works like with one of the top French chefs here in Melbourne. Okay. A really fancy place. Yeah. Do the chefs get back of house get paid well there in, uh, in Melbourne? In Australia? Uh, yeah, they do, they do. It's all... Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, it's all structured and it's uh, there's like a structure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And she's... Yeah, she works as a chef. So, yeah. So, there's like... You can work as a cook or you can work as a kitchen hand and then you can work as a chef. Yeah. Yeah, so she's working as a chef. Nice. Nice. Yes. Alright, my first... With the lockdown, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah, she, as... as Things which should open up probably in the next month or so, and then it should be pretty all right then. So she not been work. Have restaurants been closed then? The restaurants been closed. I mean, they've been uh, like they've been open for takeaway, but yeah, yeah. Uh, she's still been working like uh, from from work, yeah, to helping with the takeaways and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. The Dabbawalas in India must be doing great during this whole yeah, COVID know, thing. Yeah. <laughs> must be a great idea to implement in other countries. That's nice, man. I used to work in a kitchen too. Uh, I my first job here in America was uh, I worked at a butcher shop, okay. um, which was really cool. Actually, it opened my eyes to see uh, different, basically meat. You know, I think uh, back home we just eat whatever we're given, uh, mm-hmm. and then I don't think like I had any knowledge of like what cut is what. And but then working at this butcher shop, like we had every Thursday, we had the the steer is like the male male cow uh good meat coming in it was like a really like small little butcher shop hole in the wall Mm -hmm. getting supplied with like food coming in from local farms uh so we we were butchering all the animals we were one of the few butcher shops that butchered the animal not from like it being alive but we had no not not live animals we had like a quarter or a half of a cow come in every week Okay. And then we had like a couple of pigs come in and yep. then a couple of lambs come in. Okay. Uh, so like processing that whole thing. Yep. I didn't do the butchering, but I was there for like to see it all and like do all the other stuff. Yep, yep. Uh, but it was cool. You know, you learn a lot of like, yep, you yep. learn what, what a ribeye is, what a sirloin is, what a, a porterhouse is and like yep, all yep. of that. So yep, yep. it was really fun. Uh, it was it was nice working there. Kind of like made some of my first few friends working yep. at this place. And, uh, yeah, it's fun, man. I mean, working in a kitchen is fun, but it's just like the pay working in a kitchen isn't that great here in America. So oh, okay, yeah, kind I of didn't just know like, that. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's pretty. So yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty standardized and it's like yeah, regulated well. So the play. Yeah. 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 I, I was speaking to Vivek even he's in Canada in terms of pay I think Australia is like pretty good then like like from what I spoke to him and like what's the minimum wage there and like compared to what's it here mm -hmm. hmm. would you guys what's minimum wage there in Melbourne it's uh, I think it's uh, close to $20 an hour okay yeah but and but like every place I've worked and because if I work as casual like so they pay casual employees even more because there's no job guarantee okay so, and so yeah like working casual it's like close to 25 to 30 dollars an hour yeah yeah and then if you're working early mornings or late nights then there's additional and then if you're working Saturdays it goes up to 1.5 times that and then Sundays is like double oh weekends you guys just whether it's overtime or not, you just get double or yeah, time and you a just half? get double or time and a half. Oh, crazy! Yeah, so That's I to, crazy. Yeah, so I used to work in this medical warehouse in between, and like every Sunday they required people to work. So yeah, every Sunday it was like a good four hundred bucks. Oh wow! Just nice. one day, yeah, and then like the rest of the week is just like additional, yeah. Nice. The only minimum wage jobs I've had is like cafes or like restaurants. And then after yeah. that, rest butcher shop I worked at I was a barista at like a coffee shop mm -hmm. uh, but like tips are like kind of what you survive on right you right know? yeah yeah minimum wage was like I think 10 bucks wow yeah <laughs> but fun. then I think with with uh, tips and stuff like that you make somewhere around like 18 or 20 an hour okay that's not uh, too bad which yeah. is not too bad no yeah. no not too bad I think I mean, it's okay. I yeah, don't. I don't what really. about rent? Like, how 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 expensive is like renting? Uh, rent is compared to like how much you're making if you're working in like the service industry. Yep. Uh, uh, it's it's expensive. Like, so I live right now. I live in uh, it's like a two and a half bedroom. Mm -hmm. It's really nice. It, it's a duplex, so I'm in okay. the top floor. Yep. Uh, and I live in somewhat of like a. Like a bandra of Bombay. Okay, yeah, understood. Uh, yep. So that's kind of like the area I live in. Yep. So my rent is is about fifteen hundred dollars. Uh and then for a yeah, two and then you, two for and a half. It's like two and a half and it's got like a sunroom, it's got a balcony and I I have a backyard. Nice. Yep. And I have a garage. Uh okay. Not too bad. So yeah, yeah and I share it with so there's someone that lives on the bottom floor and there's a, someone that lives on the top floor. Okay. Um, and then, so I share it with them, uh, which isn't too bad because honestly, they don't really use much. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I, I pay about like 1500 for that. So you, it is a little, so sorry. 1500 for the entire property, yeah? For this floor, just this floor that I live on. Oh, okay. Just the floor that you live on. Yeah, so the bottom floor is the same rent, and then the top floor is thirteen hundred dollars. So the owner of this stupid triplex actually yep. is making three forty three hundred dollars yep. a yep. month. Forty three hundred dollars a month. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and which is it's a little it's a little steep, but yep. the like it's a little steep of a, an amount for me to pay, but uh, but for like the space, it's fourteen hundred square feet. So okay, for the yeah. space and how much I have, uh, 
it's a it's a decent rent but then i pay utilities and stuff too so electric and heat yeah yeah um that's an added like at least 200 bucks so you know it's mm -hmm. it's a little steep for me i i actually i only i only got this place because i had a roommate earlier um so okay. i was paying only half the amount which was really good for like the space we had yeah um but he decided to move out so i kind of just like kept renting the same space out for myself and and i have the kids with me yeah. um so they have their own room i have my own room and then when i had a roommate i still had my own room that's kind of like a den space in the living room that i turned into my own bedroom Understood. and yeah. then he had another like he had the second bedroom uh which worked out just fine i mean he played so many video games he never really came out of his room so i just had the yeah. whole house to myself <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah and so, so your your level, so you have your own kitchen there and everything else. So I have my own kitchen. I have a dining room, a living room, yep. the two bedrooms, a bath, mm -hmm. one bathroom, and then like a a patio and and a sunroom. Okay, oh. and a car park as well, and a garage. Yeah? And I have a garage, like a garage space here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You yeah. have a car is there? I do have a car. I have like a dingy little minivan that a friend of mine gave me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I drive around. It's actually this is actually the first time I've ever had a license is like here in uh, in the states. Uh, I always try to like get my license back in Bombay, you know, for that <laughs> for that dream for that dream to have a RX hundred or one thirty five at some point in my life. <laughs> uh, which city are you in now? I am in Minneapolis. It's uh, Minneapolis is in Minnesota. Minnesota is like honestly I didn't know it existed until I came here. Yep. The only things I know that are Minnesota is like the Minnesota Timberwolves, the team. Oh right, right, right. The yeah. basketball team and then like there was one player that I knew from that was like Kevin Garnett. That was pretty much it. But then I came here and I saw the place and so it's is, nice. Is it in the south? Down south? Uh, it's it's a uh, Midwest. So there's Canada is on the northern border. Okay. And then right in the middle, on the border of Canada, is uh, is Minnesota. Oh, so it's North America. Yeah, I mean, like completely. Yeah, in yeah. The it's States. it's so called it's, it's called the Midwest, though. It's kind of like central, you know. Um, My cousin live uh, lives in Seattle, but yeah, he's been working. For okay, so that's for that's West Coast. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's West Coast. Yeah, I think just below Vancouver. Yeah, that's pretty the yeah. Seattle. Minnesota is known as the state of uh, 10,000 lakes. Okay, nice. Uh, so there's a lot of lakes here. Uh, it's actually 12,000 lakes. Okay. Uh, but they went with the 10,000. So kind of like the the whole getaway thing is like, you know, you go yeah, to yeah. like in the winter and or actually even throughout the year, you kind of like get a cabin on the lake. Yep. Um, kind of go hang out there. It'll probably snow throughout the year then, yeah? So I have, so winter begins, so we're in fall right now, and winter will begin in like November, end of November, December, and then it goes on for five months. We have winter till April. is early spring, but it's kind of like still snowing, and then before spring actually occurs, there's a major like snowstorm that we have every year. It's kind of like the, you just have to know that that's going to happen every year. So it gets pretty cold. Yep. A couple of years ago, it went down to 
So with wind chill, it went down to minus 60 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, so the, which, that in, uh, so once you reach Celsius, once you reach that temperature in min in the negative, it's the same. Okay. So post th minus post negative 30 uh, Celsius and Fahrenheit, it all it's all the same then. So it was minus uh, how much? So it's minus 60 with wind chill. So that that's like wow. with the cold. Yeah. It was so cold, man. My car didn't start and I had to go to work like at minus six in the morning. Wow. Yeah, so uh, my car didn't start. I had to go to the bus stop. The bus didn't come. So I had to like take my hand out of my glove to call for a lift or an Uber. Yeah. yeah. And within like the 10 seconds that I had my hand out, it started hurting. Yeah. It started hurting. Like it was not even like, I wish it went numb. Yeah. <laughs> The numb thing, I don't mind, like, but the, it starts hurting so bad, it's so cold. But I think, like, eventually, that was a bad winter, but I think you start getting used to the winter, you know, yeah, and then yeah. over here, these guys are, like, crazy, like, you'll have, like, the one few uncles that'll be roaming around in, like, shorts and a uh, t-shirt, you know? There'll always be someone, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, what I've... Sorry, no, go ahead. No, I was gonna say like the with the wind like with the wind chill, like the coldest it's been here, I think it's been like negative five. Like that's been like negative five to negative ten and I thought like that's real cold, but negative sixty is like yeah, I can't imagine. Yeah, it's bad. Like yeah. so we're known for like really cold winters in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. It rather it's the whether it's that minus sixty or not, like it goes down to like uh, minus 30 degrees Fahrenheit yep, yep. almost every winter without and, doubt and how many layers are you like, wearing up <laughs> so I think you start getting used to it I think the first year that I was here I was just like wearing bundling up in like way too many layers and wearing thermals and stuff because my mom sent me with thermals and everything and then I realized and then you realize that like you're not really like outside that long you know, understood, yeah. you kind of yeah. like go from your house to your car to like somewhere. You're not exactly, going like, oh, exactly. I'm just going to walk around yeah, and walk true. to someplace. Yep. So I so I don't wear thermals unless I know that I'm like out, gonna like be out. in a, yep. going to go out for a walk or something like that for a while. Yeah. yeah uh, right. Or if you're going to do some winter activity outside. Yep. But usually it's just like, you know, like just uh, jeans or something and a yep. t-shirt and then... Uh, uh, maybe like another layer on that and then I have a jacket that Big goes on that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I have this like, Carhartt makes these really nice uh, canvas jackets. They, mm. they keep you pretty warm. Carhartt is um, the, the, this thing brand, yeah? They make like construction, not construction. Yeah, yeah, like yeah kind of wear, like on those lines, workwear, work yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, you kind of just have to get a little smarter with like how you layer yourself. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I think even for me, like initially, I thought, oh, I'll need to wear thermals and stuff. But then it's just like you're gonna go, like you're either in, in the house or like either at work or, so, or either in the car. Yeah, it's just yeah. that that few minutes of transition. True, like, and it's unnecessary. You know, there's yeah. some brands like Canada Goose and stuff that sell jackets for like six hundred dollars, thousand dollars, even North Face and stuff. Like it's yeah. almost you don't need those things. Yep. Unless uh, you're like, like trekking yeah. Mount Everest or something. <laughs> yeah, like unless you're like, yeah, really. And like, yeah. so this Carhartt jacket I have is like, I think it's a hundred dollars. Yeah. Someone gift, gifted it to me, but it's, it, it does just fine. It's weatherproof. It's, it, uh, it doesn't get wet. Um, yeah, you want that uh, weatherproof layer on the outside just cause like it's yeah. snowing and stuff like cause that. Cause of yeah. the snow. Yeah. 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 And then you just wear like a beanie or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then That's gloves, amazing. yeah, gloves. Gloves, for sure. Yeah. yeah, you need a good pair of gloves, for sure. Mm. Uh, yeah. 
last last year i think i when we so we go i go ice fishing with a friend of mine oh nice um, so how does that go about like you got to dig like i mean you so we go we take we go out onto the lake the lakes this was like a new experience to see a whole body of water just freezing over and then you can we drive our car out on the lake on the lake yeah so you drive your car out onto the lake there are people who bring like their trucks with like their trailers and stuff and they'll just like put their trailer out on the lake for the whole season on the lake. <laughs> on the lake like the ice houses is what it's called um and but we don't we don't have a trailer and stuff but uh we have a little like ice shack it's kind of like a pop-up ice shack like a tent Okay. Uh so it's a ice shack so you you kind of like open it up and put the you know how you like assemble a tent if you're yep. going camping. Mm-hmm. Kind of similar and then you just pop it open and then Interesting. And uh, it's insulated like well. It's insulated but we have my friend has like a uh um what's heater it called? Kind of a heater, yeah. He has a like a a heater that he has it, that we put inside. It's a It's like a propane heater, so we connect a propane tank to it. Oh, the heater is inside. Yeah. I was just gonna ask. Yeah. You, car battery or what you use. Yeah, no, it's propane. a propane tank, yeah. and then it keeps it so warm, man, that you can literally just like be in a t-shirt, t-shirt and, and jeans, chill out, yeah. and you're fine. Yeah. Yeah. So it's fun. You kind of like you set up the shack, you go in, and then uh, you use the you you dig like little holes like close to where your chair is gonna be. So you kind of measure where the fishing rod is gonna be from where you're sitting. Okay. And then you want to dig a hole with the auger. It's called an auger. It's kind of like a How wide a, are these holes? Uh just about like uh I'd say like a foot a foot wide. Yeah, a foot wide like in circumference. Like uh, a foot in diameter, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. perfect. Yeah. And like basically like it's just enough for the fish to come up. It's Understood. not yeah, too big nothing. Yeah, there's some people who like bring their saws and they'll cut open like a big thing and they'll like fish with like a yeah. they'll cut open a square and they'll fish with like a trident and stuff like that. There was a dude that was doing that. He just like fish had a with trident a with him. Trident. Yeah, so you mean like like spear fishing but with a trident? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like he just straight up had a trident in his hand. <laughs> and you like cut a big seriously. <laughs> he just like had his like chainsaw, he cut a big square wow. into the water and like he was just I was like, "Wow, this is hardcore." Yeah, and like um, if if you had to say like how thick is that layer of ice on the lake? It's at least like 6 feet thick. Okay, yeah. Th- yeah. yeah, no wonder yeah. they can take their big ass cars and like Yeah, yeah. It's it's big. It's it's safe enough for you yeah, to do yeah. that. Like it's so cold. But it's fun though. And then you put your line in, you know, um and then you can do it without this machine, but there's a machine you get where <laughs> you kind of put it in the water and it tells you where things are moving in the water at what depth. Okay, okay. So it almost becomes like a video game. Like you're like Understood. when you throw in your line and you jig the line like you shake the 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 bait a little bit yep. you can see it on this radar nice and you're just like kind of dropping it down it's like a video game you can like see your bait going down you can oh, see where the cool. fish are moving yeah. so you can kind of like keep the bait there and then you feel the minute there's like a spring on the end of the fishing rod the moment you see that go down a little too much then you just yank on the fishing rod and right. you yeah. you grab the fish up so it's fun it's a lot of it, you sometimes you, you go a whole day with not catching anything but it's kind of just like chilling with your friend you have a few yeah, drinks yeah, yeah. you eat yep. some food uh yeah yeah well, uh 
but six feet. Uh, so I was just gonna come back to that. It's six feet yeah. thick. Yeah, the ice. Yeah, it's about like six feet thick. Yeah. So that gu- so that guy who used a chainsaw would have like a long enough chainsaw to cut six feet. How how does that? Yeah, work? yeah. I think like you like you it maybe not actually maybe not even like six feet thick. Honestly, that's a lot. Yeah. Because I don't even think that auger is like that that yeah. uh, goes in that deep. Maybe three feet. I. Yeah, you know, honestly, like maybe like, even three feet or even less, honestly, because yeah, like, you don't really need like such a thick layer for you. Because I think it's such a big slab, so all the weight kind of just like gets dispersed across right, the whole right, thing. Exactly. Yeah. And it's still water too. It's not rivers. Usually, is like kind of where you want to be scared of, like if the water's moving. Right, right. Um, layer, but this like is the just layers a, are moving underneath that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So this is just a lake. It's kind of all still water. Nothing's moving the water mm-hmm. underneath. But when it's scary though, when you're sitting on the lake, you can sometimes hear these loud cracks just going all across the lake, and it's like oh. it's like light, it's like thunder. So it's like dum 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 dum, and it's it's just a crack going through the entire layer of yeah, ice, like through snap, the whole yeah, lake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's 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 it's, it's scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No matter how safe you are, you'll always be scared whenever yeah, you hear that back, sound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because the next thing you know, you don't want to be like. Fucking dropping down into that lake, I doubt. Like so, like, uh, so Minnesota, northern Minnesota, there's a city called Duluth. They have the world's largest lake. It's called Lake Superior. Okay. Uh, it's kind of like the ocean. Like, if you stand there, you you wouldn't know that you're standing at a lake. It's like an ocean. You have like giant shipping containers, like, uh, going through there. There's like docks for these boats to come to. You stand at the shore and you won't see the end of the lake you mean so it, kind it, of like it's a lake and and the shipping containers basically moving across like from one side across to the lake. yeah okay. yeah okay. so there are inlets from i think certain parts of the ocean of i think what's on the what's on the east of us is that the atlantic atlantic i think so right the ocean uh, I'm not sure. Anyway, yeah. there's some. I'm not sure, but there are some inlets that come in from the from the seas to to this lake, okay. like through some longer routes. But but basically, the lake is like huge. So the the shoreline, there's a few feet across over the shoreline that freezes over in the winter, and people go ice fishing on that too. But okay. last year, I think last year or, or, or the year before that. Um, there was a big chunk of that ice that just broke away from the from the shore and started drifting away, and like a whole bunch of people were just stranded on this thing on that, that was started to float away. Wow. So they had to have like helicopters, helicopters come, come and come stuff in. like that, yeah, yeah, like yeah. come to save all these people. Really uh, nice. So I think like that happens, but I think because of how big that lake is, right. uh, like people will surf on there too because of the sometimes the waves are like pretty big. Yep. Uh, so they will do stuff like that and all that. So it's interesting. It's yeah, a it's a different like lifestyle that I've never really like experienced before. Yeah. Um, I mean that was pretty much like all of Minnesota. Uh, you know, I never really thought I would come to America, of all the places. Yep. Um, but you know, I, I came here and. And uh, uh, have you like I, like if going out and about like have you seen any wild animals like coyotes and bears and stuff like that? Uh, I have not seen any bears. I've seen some foxes, like, honestly, yeah. just even within the city, I've seen some foxes. Yep. Uh, I went camping 
about three or four years ago and we were like awake pretty late at night and we heard some uh, either coyotes or wolves yep. and they were kind of just like communicating with each other like mm-hmm. one was like howling from one side and then the others were howling from the other side so we started howling too but <laughs> yeah, okay. uh, and they kind of do respond too when they hear that though uh, so, but yeah. No, not not really like much wildlife uh, from, that I've from seen. From what I know about like uh, bulls and coyotes, I think they like they do like a roll call, so they want to know. Yeah. Like, oh really? The, yeah, like it's like a roll call, like how many of them are in the pack there and like stuff like that. Yeah. They oh, would nice. have, yeah, they would have gotten distracted with your. <laughs> <laughs> they would be they like, "Who's this new? new who's this new gang hanging out yeah. over here?" Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's funny. They didn't come uh, true. No, that we were scared that they would come. Though, uh, honestly, like you don't think how like scary it is, but I think once they do come, like right up in front of you, I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't even want to see like a rabid, like small border collie, like a shepherd dog, like staring at me, growling in yeah. the middle of the woods. Honestly, that sounds scary itself. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the diapers there are, are, are decent. I, I think lengthwise from the tip of their nose to the end of their tail, it could go about six feet long. Yeah, and like pretty tall as well. I think about four feet. Tall. Anything more than anything more than three feet tall yeah. that can bite you, yeah. that is wild, that hunts people, things. Yeah, I think that's that's a pretty good tell to like stay away from it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's one yeah, thing man. that I miss. Uh, like not miss, but like one thing that I like. There's like yeah, going out in Australia and the woods and stuff. There's like no real wild animal like as such like there's like really i mean, that, I mean like that could come get you other than okay other okay. than like like if there's snakes and stuff but other than that there's no, nothing big i mean there's yeah there's heaps of kangaroos and wallabies and that. yeah yeah but there's nothing like yeah they, like basically kangaroos and they, there's no predator out there like yeah i mean i don't think you like really like want the predator to be out there i think uh, like i think a lot of people avoid seeing bears and stuff you know it's interesting i went to colorado recently mm-hmm. uh, and we were we were like uh, camping up in the mountains somewhere uh, at this place called estes park it's close to where do you know where the shining you know the movie the shining no i haven't watched that one no but you've heard of it right yep yep so it's kind of like the movie is based in this place okay uh, the, I saw the hotel and stuff like that to where it's like all based in. Um, but so we were camping in the mountains close to there and people will tell you that like for, uh, for bears, you want to be as still as quiet as possible. Mm-hmm. But then for, for cougars, if you have a cougar coming towards you, you have to like be intimidating. You have to, you have to intimidate the cougar. Like you can't run away from it cause then it'll come and attack you. So you have to like act like ground. you are yeah stand your ground move towards it like don't yeah. back away from it uh yep. i was like really like who <laughs> who's thinking that straight when they see an animal coming to yeah. like probably kill them just like okay i need to stand my ground with this animal yeah uh, it's, like, it's like looking at like just like a big i mean it's, yeah it's a big cat but like yeah yeah just like playing like if you shy away from a cat they'd like probably like yeah come and bounce on you but yeah like a big cat would be a different experience yeah Kuga, yeah i remember i mean as much as i do want to see those animals 
Um, I don't know if it'll like go as well as I, <laughs> I would imagine. I was telling you my cousin is, is in Seattle and like he he's gone on a few hikes as well and he's come across bears a few times actually. Like at a distance. Okay. At, Slowly. Like, yeah, I think the closest one was about nine, like nine to ten feet away. But yeah, it's some he's seen a bit far, further away. But what bear was it? Was it a black or a grizzly? I think it was a black bear. Okay. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think the black bears are like less uh, scary than the, yeah, the, than the grizzly. grizzly. I think you just like never want to see a grizzly. I think a grizzly, yeah, I was like uh, listening to some of Joe Rogan stuff because they, they, some of them go hunting for like grizzlies, right? So I think a grizzly on two feet, like grizzly walking on two feet is like about 10 feet tall or something like that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. so they're saying like uh, Bigfoot, the story of Bigfoot would have just been like... It's just a grizzly. Just like a grizzly walking on two. Because they do walk <laughs> on two. That's funny. Yeah. Because yeah. they do walk on two like to pick berries and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Berries. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Like such intimidating, scary yeah. animals just eat yeah, berries. berries. Yeah. Uh, there's there's this grizzly in Alaska. There's like these few grizzlies in Alaskas. They're called the blueberry bears. Their entire diet is just blueberries. That's funny. Yeah. And <laughs> and there's like these people that go hunt these bears for their meat and stuff like that. And like it's because it must be, taste much better. Yeah. It like has a really yeah. different taste to it. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. My so my my mother-in-law uh, was living. She lives in Alaska. Okay. Yeah. And uh, she was telling us that like sometimes in Alaska, like you're not in some places. I think mm-hmm. you're not allowed to lock your doors because uh, sometimes when the so that when bears come through the towns, you have to allow people to just like get into houses. Wow. Yeah. Because <laughs> if you've locked your doors, then like someone who's like stuck somewhere and they see a bear. Yep. They'll just get killed by the bear, so you you like were not allowed to like lock your doors, so that people yeah. can just like kind of get in somewhere yep. safe. Yep, yep, yep. Because uh, they're pretty dangerous. Yeah, I think like the bear, like yeah, from what I've been hearing from some of these guys that go hunt like hunting bears and stuff like that, like the bear population has increased significantly, and that's why they need to start culling the bears the, around Alaska and stuff like that. Oh really? Yeah. I know that it's it's really hard to get a bear hunting license. Okay, I'm not sure. Uh, yeah. I kind of want to start getting into that. Um, I've never hunted before. Yep. I only go like, I just recently started learning how to fish. Mm-hmm. And then I might go hunting like grouse. What's grouse? Uh, grouse is like a, it's like a wild bird okay. um, um, that you can hunt for. They're pretty tasty. Is, is it similar um, to ducks? Are they similar to ducks? No, no. They're like mostly, they're not really they're like mostly on the ground they don't really like fly that much okay like chicken uh there's smaller birds i think ah uh, here let me see i can pull it up on my phone because yeah Krauss. so it's g-r-o-u-s-e yeah I probably that's kind of what i would go for first oh, yeah, yeah kind of like chicken. yeah Kind of grouse, turkey, that's kind of like what you'll see around yep, in that yep, season. Yep. Like wild, uh, like, yeah, like a jungle fowl or something like that. Like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so, like, that's kind of like the season right now, too. And then a friend of mine has invited me to go hunt for, like, elk. Oh, nice. At yeah. some point, like, go to Montana or something like that and hunt elk. Elk, elk are pretty yeah. huge as well, then, yeah. They're huge. I saw someone hunt a bull elk recently, and that thing yep. was gigantic. Yeah. Uh, uh, 
So I might go do that. I think I have to get like a hunter, like a gun permit though, just to so be able to like uh, even go for it so that you can kind of like... You so know I, shoot guns? I don't. I do not. Okay. So I'll be like learning how to do all of that like from scratch. Yep. Uh, I, I don't know if you are familiar, but before me starting like that BMS degree that we did, uh, yeah, I think f for a month or so, my mom had put me like in... Uh, it's more like a, it's like an army cam kind of a thing. And then yeah. that's where I learned how to shoot a gun, like with a, like a rifle. So, uh, so Oh, nice. Yeah. So it's mainly like, like... What kind of rifle? I can't remember. I can't remember. Okay. But, but it was like, the, the, I think the key points that I learned is like, cause, because of the recoil, you really need yeah. to get the butt of that gun, like you know how those the butt the yeah. end of the gun is. Yeah, like, like you really need on to your get shoulder. It, yeah, get it in that shoulder blade. Yeah. And then you wanna like like put your shoulder forward and embrace yeah. that impact. Yeah, I think that's the basis of it. Like have that uh, the butt stick in your shoulder blade well. And then, I've yeah. yeah. Sorry, no, continue. No, 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 that's like, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, as long as that's in place, you're like holding the gun steady. Yeah, then you're, uh, then the rest, your hand, like your, your shooting arm or so that if it's your right arm. So you, it's just going to be limb from your elbow to your wrist forward. And then, yeah, yeah and then you just like a slight uh, pull on the trigger. But yeah, you want your shoulder blade to be strong there. And then you want it steady and like, yeah, you're yeah. then you're monitoring your breathing so that you, you want to have... So you're stable. You're yeah. stable, yeah. I've shot a few guns. I, I had this guy that I knew. He's kind of like very redneck America when it came to his guns. Yeah. Uh, so he would always like, he was always up to take everyone out to go shooting. So he would have, he had like a bunch of rifles. Oh, the only reference I had to all the rifles he had was like, oh, this one's... From Counter Strike, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, so I got to shoot like some of them. So I got to shoot like an AR-15. Uh, okay. And then, then I think I went to like a, a sh like a, a shooting yard, and I got to shoot like an SMG, uh, yeah. like a semi-automatic machine mm -hmm. gun. Uh, that was fun. So I kind of got to shoot those things, but it's like I'm not like that interested in it. I would yeah. kind of like more interested in the hunting part. Yep, yep, yep. There's something fun. There's something very like fruitful of like going to find your food, finding yeah, it, yep. killing it, or foraging it, uh, and then like cooking food with it. Yep. I do like some for mushroom foraging. Mm, yeah. Like through the seasons here, so I go. Me and a friend of mine, he's the guy, kind of like showed me how to do it. We find in the spring season, we we look for morels. Yep. Yep. Um, which is surprisingly, you find I well, I put up like a picture of like a morel on my Instagram. And a friend of mine who grew up in Rishikesh, he was like, oh, dude, my mom used to find these all the time and she would like make it with like, she would make a curry out of them. And I was like, what? That's crazy. Like I never knew. And apparently in like in India too, like these are known as like, like I think the slang for it is called like a Gucci mushroom. Gucci and they're like super yeah. expensive yeah, in, super in, expensive, in yeah. India too. Uh, even here, they're like, it's like yeah. 70 bucks a pound. It's like about that much. I think um, even here, it's like pretty expensive. Like uh, I think, yeah, I think Melissa. But really tasty. I think this year I found about five pounds of those. Oh wow! Yeah. Uh, uh, and then, then like kind of like it's fun though. You know, I have something that I've never really been into is like looking for what's growing in the wild and like what's edible, what's not edible. Mm -hmm. So we try to like find whatever is 
whatever we can when it comes to like the mushrooms and like summer is kind of like chanterelle uh oyster mushrooms yep. uh and then there's like a there's a there's a maitake the hen of the woods oh yep, yep yep that's that's the tasty one and then the chicken of the woods that's one that I, one of my favorites at least. So, uh, so when you're foraging, are you cutting them at the, like at the bottom or are you plucking the whole thing out? So morels, you, we cut them at the bottom mm-hmm. and then kind of like when, before you put them in the bag, you kind of want to get as much dirt off as you can. Okay. Uh, and then the chicken of the woods, uh, kind of just like depends on like where it's at when it where it's growing if it's grown out too much then like the the ones that the parts that are closer to the bark the tree yep. um those are too hard to eat so you kind of want to just like cut, cut through, cut, cut through that. Yep. the the outsides which the fin the give the fins are like softer and like more that's what you'd want to eat mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um i've never found a maitake as yet but i'm hoping to find one sometime soon in the next few days Nice. Uh, but uh, yeah, and then I found some oysters. Oysters, you kind of just like pluck the whole thing out, and and then lion's mane. That's lion's the only mane. other one that I yep. found. Uh, apparently, they're really actually. I found this year. I found for the first time. I found shrimp of the woods. They're like little white nuggets. They look like popcorn growing on the ground. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think like so. North America, the Midwest has like a very diverse, wide array of like of. Uh, mushrooms mm-hmm. berries just i mean i think it's not even like just that that where i live has it i think a lot of places have it i think yep. it's just like whether you know it or not yeah uh, s- same yeah there's like heaps of wild mushroom here but yeah I'm, I, I really wanted to go learn like melissa wanted to go learn like for like mushroom foraging like, it's fun i mean yeah it's a lot of fun uh, when you find it it's 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 like so fruitful to find it <laughs> it takes a while to find it though yeah. yeah there's like quite a few poisonous ones as well and then there's there's uh there's the psychedelic ones that are easily available as well and really in the woods yeah yeah i mean oh crazy yeah it's not only in the woods like so you're getting uh psilocybin sh- mushrooms like on the street and stuff like just just around people like, selling know? them no, not selling them. Like oh, they just grow. It's growing in the park and stuff. Oh, so like even like in the grass, like just outside. Like you know how you have like these patch, uh, patch yeah, grass yeah. on the street, like on the sidewalk and stuff. Yeah, just growing around there even. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, like psilocybin mushrooms just growing around there. And then you're getting I, I I'm not sure whether I pronounce this one right, but the uh, Amnita muscaria, the one from Mario. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's not common but like uh, if there's pine trees around yeah you'll probably find one of those around there as well okay i I know those are those have a lot of those have psilocybin in there over here in minnesota there's only one kind that has psilocybin in them uh so it's hard to like kind of find okay yeah there's like i think victoria so that's like southern or southern western australia that's like has one type of psilocybin and then northern like the northern west side of Australia, I think they're like Sydney and not Sydney, but Brisbane has like another type of psilocybin. And like the ones I think in Brisbane, or the ones here, I, I, either one is like one of to be the most potent ones. Okay. So like Penis you know, envy. <laughs> so <laughs> Their you know, names are just too funny. Yeah. So you know the ones that we get in Kodai, like you've heard of that, like back in. India. I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like people would say, like, oh, you've got to eat half a dozen, or you eat a dozen of those. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like if you eat three of them, you're done. 
Yeah, no. Yeah, no. You eat like I think a dosage of like any like mushroom with psilocybin here. Well, at least I guess where you are too is like I think an ounce and a half, and yep. that's in, that's enough. Oh, uh, what's an ounce and a half like? No, maybe not an ounce. I think a gram and a half. A gram and a half. Yep. A, a gram, gram and a half is enough. like enough. Yeah. Whereas, like, back home you have to eat. How yeah. much do you have to eat? I think, like, six grams or something or something like that. Yeah. Like, a good, a, yeah. like a good bunch. And then back in Canada where it's legal, they're making chocolate bars out of it and stuff like that. Like, Vivek yeah. was sending me some pictures. Like, they're selling, like, chocolate bars and, like, candy and stuff. <laughs> I've eaten, like, a chocolate and stuff like that with, yeah, like, that some people I know have made. Yeah. And yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, it still has that awful taste of everything yep, in it. Yep, uh, yep. So, yeah. Um, was it any time recently that you had it? Uh, like some time ago? Uh, some time ago, I think. They're nice. They're, I had a very like interesting experience with it. Uh, I think I definitely like prefer like uh, that over like LSD or something like that. I think it's just like it's less intense. It's more mild. Yeah, mushrooms um, are less uh, intense. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, just definitely better to like experience because you're not like necessarily out of control i don't like not that i like am seeking control over everything but i don't want to go like that crazy you know yeah i know what you mean uh yeah uh which is kind of nice i don't even like really smoke weed or anything anymore like it's just too much paranoia yeah same (laughs) anxiety is like something that is very new to me uh same but no, I mean, yeah, no, I definitely like, yeah, I eat an edible or something like a very little small piece of an edible or something yep, here yep. and there, but it's like nothing compared to like how right. much <laughs> we were smoking back in Bombay. That was, uh, I don't know. I don't know what we were doing back then, man. <laughs> yeah, it was a very like weird, like, yeah. I don't know. It was, it was like, it was like all I did. So, yeah, you know, exactly. I really wish there was like something else that was happening along <laughs> with it too, but there was just a lot of just that. Yeah, uh, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. But no, yeah. I mean, it's interesting though, kind of just like seeing where you've come from and like yep, yep. where you're at right now. I mean, we're all like what? We're all almost, we're all 30 years old now? Nah, yeah. I'm soon to be 30. Like, yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah, just because of, yeah. Another thing I was going to say is like, uh, you, so you've been like going to church and stuff lately? I do, yeah, I do. I, 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 it's been like, I've been trying to like find a church to go to. Okay. Um, but I, I think I found one, so I kind of go there pretty regularly. Okay. It's been weird though, kind of um, the whole transition of like moving here and like trying to find all these things that you want to settle with. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just uh it's different because you move away from like your umbrella of people and network and and friends that you've grown up with and like just are so comfortable with and just a place that you're comfortable with to now you're in like a whole different country and uh uh a whole different people and you're starting life like from scratch basically yeah uh so it's been an interesting journey so, so how does your church service go about? Like, what's like a regular service? There? Regular services, I kind of starts either there's a nine or like an eleven o'clock service. Mm-hmm. Uh, I go in. The, kid, the kids go to like a like a Sunday school thing. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and then I there's like an hour of like worship. There's like songs. Okay. And then there's about uh, not actually not even an hour. It's like half an hour of like songs, and then there's about half an hour of a sermon. Okay. Um, and then and then some announcements and stuff like that, and then that's pretty much it. Yep. It's kind of like an like, hour, and hour and, and a half like long. The sir. I mean, it's not really formal, right? Like, there's like no priest and robes and stuff, yeah. There's no priest and robes and stuff like that. I, I like contemporary, I guess. Uh, there's a band playing and stuff like that, so mm-hmm. it's kind of like different from like the very like Roman Catholic yeah. churches that mm-hmm. like I think people see yeah, when you say that Christian. Has l- like a like a different. Sh- there's like a structured layout of how services conducted. There's like yeah, yeah. So I think the major part is just like it's just like the 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 worship and then there's a sermon. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's right more now of they're like of a, of a community thing as well. Like like it is, it is. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of like a place for people to kind of come and be and yep. meet other people with like similar mindsets and uh, similar views of life and beliefs in life. Uh, mm-hmm. Like right now they're talking about. Um, have you heard of like the Enneagram? No, I don't know what that is. No. Uh, do you know like the Meyer Briggs personality test? Nope. So the Enneagram has like basically like nine different personality types, and honestly, you should try it. You should either try the Meyer Briggs, and then you should try the Enneagram. Is you kind of do a quiz. Okay. And I think the Enneagram is the cl- I I hate all these like personality things like right. quizzes. You know, I hate like kind of like and like oh like I don't want to be put into this box or exactly. it's like this is kind of like too structured and I don't think I like fit into everything that it says. Yep. Um, but then the Enneagram is kind of like it's good. It's probably the most accurate thing I've ever seen. Uh, so it kind of like breaks down like your personality type and like your strengths, your weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, things basically your strengths and weaknesses and stuff like that so um, it's interesting you should do it you should try it I my Enneagram type is a two and a seven okay. so you have like one base Enneagram type and then you have like a wing so you can have you have like different kinds of the nine personalities and some okay. traits that you can have Right. Um, but then they give you like a breakdown of like what is what. So as a like two and a seven, it's like I'm two is like a helper, and then seven is an enthusiast. Okay. Um, yeah, send me but a link. I will. I will. Honestly, I'll. I, yeah, I'll send you a link. Yep. Or even if you just type it in, like just enneagram. Uh, it's interesting. It it's the closest I've ever come across to something that like kind of puts you explains your personality. I think I've like ra- I've kind of like not wanted that something to like put me in a box but i think like i grew out of that perspective <laughs> and i was just trying to like understand who i am yeah and like kind of like what my personality traits are not and it's not even just like oh this is new it's like oh okay that makes sense yep, <laughs> you know yep, it's not like a zodiac thing that you're reading you're not like oh that's me and like i guess i should lean into that but it kind of tells you so it's interesting like i think when you start, then you start like uh, seeing people that are like into that study enneagrams, and then they'll tell you like how you deal with confrontation or like how you deal with uh, a bad situation or how you deal with like what do you like to hear, what what encourages you or what brings you down. So it's yeah. so it's kind of like a nice thing to like 
it brings awareness i think uh, yeah, i mean it's uh, something that like having that extra bit of knowledge i think it would like yes help you yeah. like uh, see where your motivations and your actions are coming from and like yeah. you could probably recognize that and then pro- i mean if required you could switch your way of thinking about a certain situation or where yeah. you're going to conduct a certain action i'm guessing yeah like no for sure extra, yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's interesting yeah. though i think like uh, like i think growing up in india like this is the difference of like growing in a third world country and then a first world country i think yep. it's like maslow's theory right of like need hierarchy uh, yeah the the need hierarchy mm-hmm. is in india is you're growing up and you're you're it's like we're fighting for the basic needs it's like food protection yep. uh, shelter yep. and stuff like that and then when you come to like a developed country your basic needs are met and then your 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 kind of your needs are now like physiological needs yep um so you're kind of studying your emotions and like stuff like that exactly yeah have you heard of this uh neuroscientist i think he's a neuroscientist scott barry kaufman or kaufman no no i haven't okay so he's like he's been like researching maslow's theory and like you know maslow's notes from like yeah because he he believes like it's like not explored well enough and like they just like i think it was someone else that made that hierarchy from maslow's notes Mm-hmm. And like yeah, he has like a different take on like how like what exactly Ma- Maslow was trying to say, and it's like pretty interesting. I need to like I can't remember what exactly it was, but it's like it's not like a pyramid like what we've lo- studied in the yeah. past. Yeah, yeah. It's, and it's not like it's like the self actualization is on top of the pyramid, but like yeah, yeah, it's like a different thing, and it's like more like of being part of the community and like being part like it's like not just. because self actualization is like more of like oh i need to accomplish something or something something on those lines yeah so this is like uh, doing something for the community or doing something for the world or something like okay like a different yeah like a different take on it yeah i mean maybe that's why we like studied with like marketing is like so you yeah, study yeah. like what the needs of the people are for yep. you to like be able to meet those needs mm-hmm. uh it's but no i think the dynamic like changes though is like uh, like now kind of like i think like just life is like so different now when you're like in when you're kind of you're not living with your parents anymore you're you're working for yourself you're you're doing school or whatever you're working and you're kind of like you've started your own life on your own yep uh i think our parents like kind of like don't show us that aspect right the struggle of life the struggle yeah <laughs> and you know like yeah and not only just like the making the money part struggle i think it's like the struggle of like are you enough are you doing a good enough job like are you are yep. you being a good parent to your children or are you being a good person to society or what are you doing to give back or like how are you helping people around you you know like all of those things like Dynamic. i think the mental like the psychological struggle it's like either our parents were just like i can't think about all those things right now i'm just going to keep going and like provide for my children mm-hmm. and that was it or they just like kind of just like went through that struggle but like didn't know how to like talk that out with talk their children out. you know yep, 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 and i don't think you will like have to give your children like way too much information of like man i don't know what to, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, like i was like what are your kids going to do in that situation yeah. but uh it's also just it's it, I, like i i think with my two sons like i i mean they're really young now but i think when they when they're like older mm-hmm. i would want to have these conversations i would want to have these conversations of like 
oh, you know, like this is kind of like what I went through when I was at this age. I I think having that sense of reference that oh, there is someone I know that like kind of went through this, so I can talk to them. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I want to have that relationship with my children. I don't want them to just be like, that's my dad, and. <laughs> He gives, he like pays the bills and like whatever, and that's about it. And uh, I can get the khakis from him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I, I don't want it to be like that. Yeah. I want it to be more of like, okay, I'm going through this thing. I guess I can like talk to this parent of mine. Uh, yeah. Because they're open in that sense. Uh, True. Yeah. My son is like, my older son is, uh, he's pretty interesting. He's very smart. He's very intelligent. My younger one is, uh, he's all about food. He's extremely okay. whiny. He's a little shit. My older son is like, he's very sneaky. He's really smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, uh, he's trouble. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's lots of trouble. He's basically like, I'm scared of like what he's going to do when he's older. <laughs> I, I, I honestly feel like, I think like, at the moment, he would be like that, and then as he gets older, like they could probably switch roles, like switch personalities, like where the younger yeah. one would get like wild, and then, then the yeah. I mean, I'm scared in the sense of like I'm like like it's it's I'm more like excited to see what he's gonna do. Ah, yeah. You know. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like ah, because he like so he'll do things like so for thanks for like Thanksgiving, I had some people over, and we had a bunch of pies. And I had the kids that weekend. Um, so <laughs> that night I had people over and like we were all awake till about like four in the morning. Okay. And uh, and so so my wife and I are separated right now and they 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 are with me like every other weekend. So that weekend they were with me. And so it was like the last day that I had them that I had this Thanksgiving dinner. And then the next day they went back to their mom. And then when they came back to me, this was like a gap of like two, three days. And then they came back to me and they were like, we were playing hide and seek. And I went into the room and Elijah was like hiding under his blanket. And I like pulled his blanket out and he had a whole pie hiding under his pillow. <laughs> and I was like, what, what, what is this? He's like, oh, I, I, I took it from, I took it the day everyone was over and this was like five days ago <laughs> and he's just had this pie like under his pillow for the past five days i was like have you been eating this he's like yeah i take a little bite every day uh, I, I cut a little bite i was like cut a little bite he's like you have a knife up here he's like yeah i actually i threw it down i was like what did you do with the knife he's like oh i threw it down and i made milo take it to the to the <laughs> so he's he's pretty sneaky like that he'll just like He's a little shit like that, you know. And this was Thanksgiving last year, yeah? Yeah, this was Thanksgiving last year. Yeah. yeah it's going like, yeah, to be a year now from that, from that event. Now, yeah? I know, I'm going to have to see what he does this year. <laughs> He'll be like, oh, dad, I like, just have to sneak something. I like can't help myself. <laughs> I'm like, you can help yourself. You'll get smacked if you do. <laughs> uh, but it's fun. It's yeah, fun having yeah, two kids around. Must be interesting, yeah. So, do you have a pet or anything? No. No pets. I had a I had a fish in a fish tank and the yeah, fish died. <laughs> but but uh, no, no pets. I'm not allowed to have any animals in this apartment yeah, I'm in. Apartment as well, yeah. I think a cat, but I don't want to have a cat. I don't. I'm not a big fan of cats. Um, 
but no, I don't. I don't have a pet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's pretty busy as well. Like, if you're gonna go out to work and then come back and like do your own shit. It is busy. I think my hands are full. I yeah. kind of like have this work to be done, and then I have the kids and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so my, I don't want to take on. I be, I feel like I like commit myself to like too many things, and then yeah, I have to like draw back, draw away from it. So I'd rather not get it. Like, and what have you been up to like during the week in your free time? Like, do you have like as much free time like having your company? Yeah, uh, I'm not a lot actually. Like the past few months have been like super busy, but with my free time, I kind of just like, uh, I like to have. I like to host people. I do some like uh, I like to have like a party or something here and there. Yeah. Nothing too crazy, like you know. Um, just kind of just yeah, have dinner. I have some friends that used to work in like this as like chefs, so okay. we'll have people like like we'll like cook something big, and then people will come over. So I was trying to do this one thing over the summer uh, of just like kind of having. It was called dinner at the table. I wanted to. I was trying to host these dinners, where we kind of like go foraging or fishing or like whatever's growing in the season. Yep. Um, honestly, anything. We just cook food, and cook good food, and then have people come over and you pay a certain amount to That's sit, have a seat at the table, and uh, and we cook you a whole meal. So I had, I organized one, and uh, we had. I I had a table set out for like about. 12 to 14 people in my backyard nice. and yeah I like decorated it all with some lights and everything and took all my house plants and put it downstairs in my backyard yeah. um, and we cooked we had about 12 to 14 people come yep. and we cooked we smoked a brisket in my backyard uh, and then we kind of like did a uh, a better version of like the standard stuff that goes with the brisket, like a coleslaw and a potato salad. And for an appetizer, we did like some guacamole and some chips and really simple. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we yeah. charged everyone like $20. So, yeah. and then as a drink, we gave everyone like my friend found some uh, um, raspberries on his uh, property. Mm-hmm. So we collected all of those and then we bought some rhubarb. Yep. And we made a rhubarb raspberry margarita, nice. and uh, so we gave a we had a drink for every, we had two drinks for everyone. Uh, everyone got a refill. We had the appetizer, the the brisket, potato potato salad, and a coleslaw, and it was like twenty bucks a person. It was really nice. The basic idea was just like one is like the friends I know that want to cook, they get an opportunity to kind of like cook what they want to cook outside of just working at a restaurant and like being creative and then there was the idea of people kind of just like coming together you know like different people that i know from different different communities is just like kind of like come together sit at the table talk eat there was no like there were kids there my kids weren't there but some of my friends brought kids there were older people there there were young people there so it was good yeah yeah and it's also like a good experience like from for the chef as well right like he can get like a first-hand review and he can get interaction with like yeah people yeah and, like stuff like and that. it turned out really good because then everyone was just like you know we'd love for more of these to happen yeah. and you know don't hesitate to charge more than you did and so it was good i mean it it costed a bit because i had to like buy plates and stuff like that but it's kind of like a good investment to have um, 
Yep. Everyone loves food. Everyone collects. I think something here. that Melissa has shown me that happens here is like I think there's this uh, a couple. They have uh, I think they have their in, they have like a garden where they are like growing most of their food and stuff like that. And I yeah. think they like they were sh- chefs. I mean they are sh- they are chefs, but like they used to. Ra- work as big chefs like in some of the big restaurants here but mm-hmm. so now they're just like cooking for people at their house basically yeah using yeah from their gardens. That's it. yeah so there is like a my mom actually told me about this is there's an app that they use in bombay okay is when people are cooking like different cuisines they'll just put it up on the app and you can like buy a seat at the table basically mm-hmm. and like say someone is making like konkan food Mm-hmm. you can buy a, like a certain you pay a certain amount and you can go to their house and you can eat with all of them okay interesting yeah. and so it's like different cuisines and like people who want to try different cuisines so and then i looked up the same app and like the same app was in minneapolis too wow. and like i saw this maybe not the same app but something on the something same lines yep. you know i was like oh cool this happens here too so I, this would be great like to have something like this Yeah. And my friend and I we were like always talking about it like we should like cook and like call people over and like stuff like that and uh, and in I mean I know like in Australia I mean you're in Victoria and Melbourne uh, it's like hard to do that I mean, you need to get some licensing from the local council and stuff from that and they got to review whether it's going to be the like there's going to be health and safety reviews that need to be done yeah. property and all of that but they, uh, that's like looking at the legal aspects of it but i guess you could do it like like under, under yeah i mean it's not even like under the radar honestly yeah. like a lot of the people like that do it here like there's another dude that does it and he charges like 80 to like 100 dollars a person okay he's just doing it in his kitchen like in his and then you go out into his backyard if mm-hmm. you want to and then there's like music and okay. and he'll and but it's like really good food so they'll do like lobster tails and like you know scallops and like stuff like that and um so i mean and you i don't think you need like a, a necessarily like a clearance for that because it's almost like you're just inviting guests over okay to come and eat at your house. So I'm not doing anything like official through an app or anything. I just invite my friends over. Okay. Yep. So it's like people that I know and then I tell them like, "Hey, you can like bring a friend too if you want to and like tell your friends too." Yep. yep so yep. I don't think it like gets like commercial unless you're like understood. Understood what it is. You're taking like walk-ins and then you're like taking reservations. I think when you're feeding just your friends, then it's hmm. like it's it kind of it's just like a party, right? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And like every oh. and and the whatever the fee is like a contribution to the expenses. Yeah, maybe may, Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I think the sense. initial yeah. the first one was just like to kind of cover the cost of the mm. food. Yep. But like moving forward, I mean I I don't think I see the thing is like even to eat like a brisket, a potato salad, like eat like that one meal and then have an appetizer and have two drinks. No one's going to get that in $20. Yep. You go out and you eat anything and you have a drink you're at least paying $40. Yep, true. You know, and like mm-hmm. so like if you so so people don't have that opportunity and then on top of that you get to like hang out with cool people and I think yeah. moving forward like I have a little like a deck outside on my in my backyard. It's like a wooden platform. Uh, yep. 
uh so uh, like we can have like people playing music there and stuff too so and and during like this is mo- you could do this mainly in summer i'm guessing yeah or like summer and spring in the so in the spring and summer and like the fall like i have a fireplace back there and stuff too so i could have that there mm-hmm. uh but i think in the winter like the colder months like i we're going to start doing it inside my house okay yeah so my house is big enough to kind of like host Oh so you pl- you plan on making this a regular thing like all year round Yes I do want to I want it to be that so the next one we're doing we're making like a we're planning on making a lamb biryani Oh nice um, nice yeah You we're going to do a, we get goat there So we get goat too we get lamb too um hmm. it's just like I think it's harder to get goat Okay yeah the lamb is easier to get Costco has lamb so it's kind of easier to get easy yep uh for one christmas party i had in my house like some 3 4 years ago this uh, guy that i used to deliver the meat at the butcher shop i was the guy who came in every morning okay not every morning every thursday morning i was the guy who came in early to open the shop and have the deliveries brought in mm-hmm. um so this guy his name was george he was the truck driver yep he would bring all the meat from the farm and sometimes he would come really early and we would just like sit in the truck and like talk <laughs> and yeah. and like we became friends and everything we used to talk about like making kombucha and like everything oh yeah, yeah. uh and so we would talk and then like one day he was just like hey man i'm trying to get rid of like some of my uh some of my animals he's like do you want do you want one and i was like sure yeah. <laughs> so he basically like butchered a whole goat oh nice and uh, and gave it to me and it was so sketchy like i had to drive down like an hour and a half to go <laughs> meet a- him like at a gas station like halfway like between both of us and like i got to the gas station and we both opened like the trunks of our cars <laughs> and like transferred this like big box body. like from <laughs> <laughs> and it was funny i was just telling him i was like man if the cops had to just like pull us up pull up and like be like hands above your heads drop the body and yeah, like drop the body <laughs> it's a goat It's a good. Uh but yeah. So yeah, it was funny so. You got some of the organ meat as well then? I didn't get any of the organs. It was mostly just like I think he cleaned out all the organs. He gave yeah. me the whole goat butchered and then so I had like a I took the goat out and it was so cold. I didn't have any place in my freezer, but it was so cold outside. I just kept the goat the box outside in the cold. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you need it. Yeah, you yeah. need a big freezer for that. Yeah, no, I didn't have that. So I just like kept it at the entrance of my house downstairs. And like people were coming to this party and we made like a ran biryani. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, used yeah. one of the legs of to the make legs, a ran yeah. biryani. Yeah. <laughs> and like the box was just sitting there and I was like every every time someone came in for the party I was like, "Well, you know, guys, over there in that box is your dinner. <laughs> That's where we've cooked the meat from." <laughs> uh, but no, that was yeah, that was that a fun, fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. Um uh, yeah lots of good experiences with like food and stuff over here nice yeah and you were just saying you make kombucha yeah i was i was at one point uh, okay. and then i kind of just like stopped i think the best one i made was a like a blueberry mint kombucha yeah yeah um, i've been making kombucha for the last uh, few months now very yeah. recently yeah it's fun do yeah, you do you yeah. do like the do you aerate your Do you like bring some fizz to your kombucha or no? Yeah, I do. So, I mean, I don't know how like you probably more experienced in this like I just watch few YouTube videos but uh yeah, so I, yeah, I mean <laughs> like I just like chuck it in a glass bottle 
chuck in some f- fruits like berries or whatever like grapes yeah. And like li- yeah. Or mar- yeah and then close that and then leave it in the fridge and i think that's when it gets aerated yeah yeah yeah, yeah okay yeah. yeah so yeah i do that yeah does it get fizzy enough though yeah it does it does uh yeah, and nice. uh, uh, have you tried it with turmeric like i i get turmeric root here like in not turmeric powder but the root so i made one with not with turmeric but i tried one with like so i made like chai without the milk okay and then i i put the scoby in that okay and it actually turned into like a <laughs> masala like a chai pumpkin it turned into like a pumpkin Pum- spice, spice almost pumpkin like it spice. turned like very like uh, fallish flavor nice um it was nice it was okay um yeah. um i think my scoby just got infested with like flies and <laughs> you didn't I, have it, it covered like, like with a cloth i had it covered it was like sitting with like a coffee uh a filter. coffee filter yep. like on top of it and stuff but like i don't know they just got in man it was my my wife like pulled it out of the under it was like under the sink like in a cabinet and like pulled yeah, it out yeah. of there and it was just like infested there were like maggots everywhere and stuff like that i was like okay i'm just going to stop making some scoby <laughs> so i do it through the winter if i have to yeah yeah it's, yeah it's so cold that there are no flies coming around right, you know right, right. so it's kind of just like a nice time in the in the i had one once i made one I put it in too thin of like a be- uh, glass jar to make like to like while it was uh, fizzing fizzing yeah. yeah the whole thing exploded exploded yeah and also like w- w- if you remember do you remember what was the shape of that bottle was it like squarish or roundish it was like a round like a you know like those candy jars okay yeah it was kind of like that because uh, i know like if it's like in a squarish bottle like the fizz like yeah i mean it's easier to ex- like a sca- uh, squarish bottle explodes really easy really? it's r- round if it's roundish like it still like goes to the top easily but if it's squarish it gets caught up in the corners and then it like explodes yeah oh crazy hmm. yeah good fun akshay nice catching yeah, up man. yeah man yeah nice talking to you too man yeah. it's a cool uh i like the idea of what you're doing with the uh, the podcast and stuff um i mean yeah i started doing it like just like i mean like, catching up with friends is one like uh, other than that like like i think through conversation you start learning more like now i learn so much more like about about like lake fishing and like stuff that i wouldn't like otherwise know right like and like yeah. talking, talking yeah. to different people like you're just learning so much more like just in general yeah. and i'm not someone who's like going out for parties and like you know and and even at parties like you're not really having these long form conversations, conversations. Yeah. yeah no for That's sure it. yeah like once like in a, on the weekends if i can have two or three of these like yeah i feel like it's good for me so in the week i try maybe one or two yeah if, if possible i think that's that i i i miss that though I, i think that's the part of like it's like you're trying to like create these like circles with these people where you actually have you actually have community with them you know yep i think growing older like that's kind of like what i've been like aiming for everything that i do is kind of like creating community with whatever I, you do yeah i mean i i think like I, have you heard of this app called clubhouse i really need to explore it like uh, like in depth no no i haven't so it's like mo- like we could have like a club like a basically like a club and like we can have like all our old friends on there and like you know we anyone yeah. can host like a chat and then people can jump in and jump out whenever it's like more like i mean it's like a it's like a voice call but like but 
you're not calling someone and like they are coming in and exiting whenever they want. I okay. Think yeah, I think I'm gonna like explore that and then open one up like just for whoever like you know like whoever wants to pop yeah, in here. Yeah, yeah, wants yeah. to pop in and like talk and like it'll be yeah. fun like you know talk, catching up with like Vivek or like some uh, like some other friends like you know. Yeah. Joey and like I was meant to speak to Joey and like uh, yeah. Yeah, and like if yeah. you could all speak like and ba- at, at the same time would be fun as well some banter <laughs> <laughs> yeah that will be that would be a fun conversation i think when uh, anda calls me here and there we yeah. have like some good back and forth going on <laughs> yeah yeah for sure yeah i haven't spoken uh, to him in a while as well yeah <laughs> yeah no that's nice man yeah you take care actually we can talk soon yeah man You take care too. Uh, okay. Give my love to Melissa too. Say sure, sure. Too. Yeah, say hi to the kids. Yeah. I'm pretty sure like we'll do a vo- video call once so I can say hi to them. Yeah, for sure. For okay. sure. Yeah, we'll call later. Take care, okay. man. See you, Akshay. Good night. See you, Bye. man. Good night. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. See you in the next one.